I V M. BQ Big Decisions, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that helps you make the right financial choices. Investing is good. You've heard this, of course, and you've probably also heard that investing in equity is a great idea when you're trying to achieve your long-term goals. The thing is, gains in the equity market are seldom linear. It's quite possible that you've held an equity portfolio for five years, and most of your gains have come in the fourth year. So the question I'm asking today is: Should you have a targeted return in mind when you invest? This is BQ Big Decisions, and I'm Alex Matthew. I'm joined today by Harshvardhan Rungta, certified financial planner and founder of Rungta Securities. Thank you so much, Harsh, for joining me today. My pleasure, Alex. It's a bit of a nuanced conversation. This one. Normally, we say that you should just identify your financial goals and put money in because invariably, over the long period of time, you have a, a return that the market will give you. and you will achieve your goal isn't it that's right so uh, the 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 way that we plan for investments and for our goals in future is that we a certain a goal that we need to achieve uh, over a period of time mm. we quantify that goal to say i need x amount of money after say probably 15 20 years from now yes and uh, and then we work backwards mm. we assume a rate of return that a product will give yes to a certain and to determine what is the amount that i need to invest every month for that and that is a factor of the risk that you're willing to take and also uh, what how uh, negotiable your goal is right absolutely so uh, in case uh, you know you're not willing to take a lot of risk for mat- for that sense so then you'll have to invest in something that is safer in nature and will also give you lesser returns sure and if in case you're willing to take a higher amount of risk then of course we will exploit that investment that you do at a higher rate of interest a higher rate of return rather and then a certain what is the corpus going to be accumulated so yes the choice of product that you invest into will largely depend on what your risk profile is mm. how non negotiable your end goal is yes so it will depend on all those factors i must point out here that uh, we have done conversations about goal based investing and indeed about risk profiles and how they determine how your investment should go but this is not a conversation that we're having today we're talking about whether or not so assume in a certain situation harsh that i have a goal that is say 5 years away okay and i've built it in to the portfolio right i've said that i need a, a return of about 15% over a 5 year period and i put a lump sum in i want to know at this point should you have a targeted return in mind when you put a lump sum in and you pull money off the table when you hit that mark because i think for a lot of retail investors Uh, that we have spoken to on BQ portfolio and various other platforms on Bloomberg Quint the question is should you wait because next year you could get a similar or better return or should you take the money off the table see well alex if you're investing into equities you must understand that equities do not give you a linear return that we just spoke about yes. it does not give you a fixed deposit kind of a fixed rate of return yeah. every year yeah so in case you have estimated that i will generate a 15% return annualized mm. over the next 5 years mm. does not mean that you will get 15% every year sure there could be as instance where you will get say flat returns and no return in the first year 
a negative return in the second year mm. and a bumper return in third year yes again a flat return in the fourth year and the fifth year you will get a moderate return sure the average of this cycle is if 15% you've achieved your target yeah that's how equities will be and and that's why you have to have a longer period in which you invest in equity absolutely so equity investments are always going to be so sporadic yes they're never going to be linear so the question is should you have a fixed return in mind in in percentage terms when you do invest see while you're investing if you have a goal in mind and you've quantified that goal hypothetically let's take an example you want to you want a corpus of 50 lakhs after 20 years sure now if you were going to assume that i'm going to invest in equities and you're going to also assume that equities over a 20 year period are going to give me 14% returns mm. annualized the mm. cagr return mm. is going to be 14% mm. then you would do a backward calculation to a certain how much you need to invest today okay so that amount works out to be about 4000 rupees every month sure so we're talking about an sip here we're not talking about a lump sum no we're talking about sips sure so what you're doing essentially is saying if i invest 4000 every month mm. if this grows at a rate of 14% annualized mm. i will accumulate 50 lakhs after 20 years sure now the underlying assumption over here is that the returns over a period of 20 years will be 14% sure so in some and that's also taking into account the fact that some years you might get negative returns as we've seen in the last 3 years you will most certainly over the next 20 years have negative returns over any period of, i mean you will have that period you cannot assume that i will have a one way growth over the next 20 years so there will be certain uh, you know number of years where you will have negative returns sure so i'm saying all put together the average return that you generate over the next 20 years will be 14% say about 14% sure now the only downside of this assumption is that what if you don't even get 14% okay and we're talking about these returns not being visible to you every year in any case correct so assume you're again in the uh, you know out of 20 years you're in the 18th year mm. and now that you've done an average calculation of what is your irr mm. and that works out to be about 10% okay then what do you do your assumptions have gone horribly wrong horribly wrong yes now this could jeopardize your end corpus by a large amount of money in in your example have you quantified that yeah so let's put it like this if you were to invest 4000 rupees every month grows at 14% annualized mm. would become 50 lakhs after 20 years correct at 10% at 10% this entire end corpus reduces to 30 lakhs oh so it's a major difference in the end a corpus that you generate absolutely so this could possibly although everything has been good you've been disciplined with your investments mm. you've stuck to equities irrespective of the market cycles yes. you've been 18 years into the investment and suddenly you realize i was assuming 14% but it has become 10 mm. and if in case your goal is non negotiable mm. then what do you do where do you arrange for that 20 lakhs in the next last 2 years itself so what you're saying is that while it is good to have an assumption and a targeted return it's not something that is foolproof but is there another method that you can follow Yes so most certainly this is not a foolproof system that we all know because there are a lot of assumptions in any calculation sure. so in case now let's talk about another investor type mm. if there is an investor who says i need 50 lakhs after 20 years and i don't care how i get it that's non negotiable it's non negotiable yeah i don't want to be dependent on market returns mm. i want to make sure i get 50 lakhs after 20 years yeah. now how he could go about doing this so there is a solution for every problem yeah so so i so, thought you'd have one <laughs> yes so the idea is that if you need 50 lakhs after 20 years mm. you simply divide it by 240 months okay So it works out to say round figure twenty thousand per month. Okay. So we are in November two thousand nineteen. Yes. Your your intent should be that you neglect, you omit that calculation of returns completely out of your equation. Okay. 
you simply divide your 50 lakhs by 20 years which mm. is about 20000 a month okay you invest in november 2019 you invest 20000 rupees all right in december 2019 mm. whatever you invest in november suppose that 20000 becomes 21000 rupees mm. so in december now you will put in only 19000 okay so it's a flexible sip if you can call it that correct but it's it's value oriented with every month okay. so essentially after 3 months you should have 60000 worth in your investments so equally at in the third month like you said you should be at 60000 if you're actually at say 58000 then you need to make up the balance the only 2000 then your then your investment in the third month would mm. be only 2000 rupees okay okay because you put in 20 20 in two months yeah that is grown grown no, what over what is if if with that 20000 that you're supposed to put your at 40 uh, that you're at 58 you need to actually be putting 22000 and not correct 20, so let me let me enumerate this with sure. an example sure. so november 2019 you put 20000 sure in december this 20000 became 21 yeah so you needed 40 yeah so, so you, you put, put in 19. only 19 yeah. in the third month this 40000 that you've put in november and december together mm. becomes 39000 okay so then you will put 21000 as an investment okay Okay so this becomes 60000 you're right yes at the end of 3 months yeah so like this every month mm. you will just make sure you have a multiple of 20000 okay now initially now if you compare this so in scenario 1 we had said that 4000 a month growing mm. at 14% mm. achieves 50000 in this example we are putting 20000 a month now yeah. so it's almost it's five times more that i'm putting yes but this is the initial so in sips you will see the fund value being very less initially mm. and becoming large towards the end of the goal yes in this case you will find this fund value to be constant all throughout your 20 years correct now your sip amount the mm. amount that you invest every month initially will be very large because okay. we're not incorporating any returns into right. this but over the years this amount will keep reducing so 20000 first year mm. a first month rather mm. 20000 the second 20 in the third fourth when mm. you cross 5 10 years then this contribution will come down because the fund value would have grown because you've essentially front loaded your investments yes okay so you front loaded your investments and that entire corpus will get the benefit of that big spurt whenever that big spurt does come in the market that's correct so you have uh, you have a situation i'm sure where in a particular month you may not even have to put uh, absolutely right so there will come a time yeah. wherein you might not need to put anything beyond a time beyond a point because your existing investments are generating that kind of return for that particular sure. month at least i would assume obviously if you're following this uh, then that at the end of your targeted time that is 20 years come what may you will end up with 50 lakhs yes so this is the essential this is the essential point that we're trying to address even on the upside you will come upside or downside you will come you will get 50, 50 lakhs after 20 years yes. because you made sure that anything short of 20000 into the number of months you've contributed yourself right so for all those who need an x amount after an, uh, a particular period time period can invest into this methodology yes. and make sure that you have 50 lakhs after 20 years so it's an interesting concept i would think harsh because i think you can actually be a little more flexible in terms of what you do with the excess if you generate an excess you can perhaps take a little bit more risk with the amount that gets left over take a slightly riskier bet in the market that could potentially net you a higher return right yes so in this example of a variable amount that you invest every month post 10 years or 15 years you will notice that you will need to only invest probably 2 or 4 or 5000 per month sure 
So at that point in time, you will have more surpluses available yeah. to take risks if you want to or do something else with that money. Yeah, because you have most definitely and most people will agree to this. You have more financial goals than you have money. Absolutely. And, and you obviously have to prioritize them. Yes. So this would free up more money every month for you to achieve those additional goals. A post at least 10 or 15, 10 yes. to 12 years. So yes. initially, as you said, it's front loaded. So initially, the contribution will be larger. Mm. But uh, as the corpus grows and it also generates returns on its own, mm. then the contribution of 20,000 will start falling. So a very quick question in terms of the in instrument that you choose. Of course, it's a, it's a factor of the risk that you have and the risk profile rather that you have. Uh, but you would advise in a situation where it's a long-term goal, you still put it in equity, right? 20 years, of course. I mean, if you're looking at a 20-year time horizon, yeah. uh, there is no way that you will invest into recurring deposits. Or or debt for that matter. Uh, yeah, 20 years, not even debt for that matter. Because so, debt would, would be significantly less volatile in that sense. Volatile, yes. But then the contribution will be much, would be much more. Yes. If you're looking at a 7% or an 8% kind of returns, yeah against a 14 to 15%, I yeah. mean, the contribution amounts will be larger. Sure, sure. I think that's a very interesting concept. So I think to sum this conversation up, uh, Harsh, do have a targeted return in mind, especially when you have a lump sum. And I guess it makes sense to pull money off the table at that stage because you've achieved your goal, so to speak. So you're asking about if a person has invested into uh, as lump as sum. As a lump sum, yes. And uh, has a 20-year time horizon. No, no, not a not necessarily a 20. So suppose you you want to uh, you want to buy a car in five years, hmm. okay? And you know that you will need a certain amount of money, uh, say uh, 10 lakh rupees. Hmm. Uh, and you've uh, put in, say, about 5 lakh rupees, thinking that over a five-year period uh, or a six-year period in the equity market, you will generate a certain amount of return. Correct. Uh, and if you, in a particular year, say in the fourth year, You've managed to achieve that target. You pull money off the table. Yes. Uh, so in all cases, in case uh, your 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 returns are going to be variable, basically your targeted sum is dependent on the returns that you're generating. Yeah. Like a f assumption of fourteen percent. If you've achieved that targeted amount yeah. one or two years prior to the date of you requiring the money, mm. then in most cases, yes, you have to remove the money out yeah. and secure that. Correct. Because you don't want a surprise uh, to be affecting you in the last year of your uh, requirement. And in the other case where you're doing an SIP every month, if you don't want that surprise to play out at all, you do the variable SIP. Correct. And in that case, you don't need to pull the money out because you're anyways filling in the gap uh, in the difference of returns that, is, that the fund is generating. So mm. in that case, you don't need to really worry till the last because you simply divided the 50 lakhs over 20 months, uh, 20 years. So the small caveat is that it's a little difficult for people who are just starting out in their careers, perhaps because it yeah. would require a slightly larger amount of money that is invested every month. Correct. But if you do have the capability and if you know that you will need a certain amount of funds in, say, 20 years time, then it makes sense to go about Yeah, so in way. that case, in fact, you will see the other way around. It's as front-loaded. The investments in the initial years are higher yeah. and it will reduce later on. Yeah. So this works, again, for people who have no responsibilities and no liabilities right yeah. now. Yeah. So if you have no liabilities, might as well invest more. Mm. And later on, when you start having more responsibilities, children, family, other goals, then you will need to reduce your SIPs. So this automatically reduces the SIP in that yeah, sense. That's that's good. And and I would think this is another way to buy at the bottom and to sell on the top. It's yes. A, so this, this automatically ineffects that. So whenever the fund value is higher, yeah. 
you're investing less yes when the fund value goes down you're investing more so this yes. buy buy low and sell high you're automatically doing automatically that. doing this yeah and the beauty of this system if you can manage mm. is that it removes the variability on the returns factor completely yes. so whatever the returns so what if my fund is not generating 14% which i estimated i don't get a surprise at the end of the tenure and while we have spoken about 20 years as an example you can actually uh, bear this out i'm sure in any time frame yes you of course you just have to simply divide the number of years that you have by uh, you know suppose you want something after 5 years you divide it by 60 months without taking into account any return. any returns yeah. yeah all right i think that uh, more or less sums up the conversation that we are having on bqbit decisions today thank you so much for joining me today harsh it's a pleasure always alex and to you dear listener i hope that this conversation helped you out it's a bit of a nuanced conversation so do let us know what you think in the comments section on any one of our social media platforms for more in the personal finance space do watch out for bq big decisions every weekend and of course for bq portfolio thanks so much for listening this is alex matthew signing off have a great weekend if you enjoyed big decisions check out some other podcasts on the ivm podcast network you can check out paisa vesa hosted by anupam gupta advertising is dead hosted by varun dugirala the ronnie screwwala podcast hosted by ronnie screwwala or cyrus says hosted by cyrus procha These shows are available on the IVM podcast website, app or wherever you get your podcast from. Are you constantly seeking happiness? Wondering how to make the most of every day? How not to let your inhibitions stop you from achieving your goals? It's now time to get your A game on. It's time to unlock your true potential. Tune in to the empowering series with me Zarina Poonawala. to feel empowered in all genres of life from behavioral skills to management skills from health to relationships from mental well-being to emotional well-being and of course your finances i've got you covered with these tips and tricks from me zarina and true life stories from my amazing guests you're bound to bring your purest to the table tune in to the empowering series with zarina punawala Every Thursday on the IVM podcast app website or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the amazing story of something awesome. Once Chuck decided to start a podcast and so he did. The end. Okay, that is a crappy story. But I've got some really cool stories over at my new show The Origin of Things. On this podcast I look at the stories of how brands came into being. and sometimes evolved out of quite unexpected circumstances and to make it really fun i reveal the name of the brand and sometimes a category only at the very end the show is 5 to 7 minutes per episode and perfect for trivia junkies and brand nerds especially those with short attention spans new episodes out every wednesday on ivm podcast app or website or any podcast app or site that you happen to prefer end of story they lived happily ever after